I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. How you all doing out there? Uh, my name is Stuart Roy Whiffin. I'm the better half of the presenting duo uh, of this very here podcast. Uh, joining me as ever, um, which is sort of underneath me as ever, um, cold in my shadow as as, as ever. Um, is the, actually the better half of the podcast. I'm not okay. your bottom, thank you. <laughs> I'd like to let you know. In that situation, I'm a topper. You, That's what you, my gay mates say. <laughs> you've, uh, you've 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 popped up today uh, thinking you look hipster again because you've been again. Um, but you you've got you. It's that jumper. Mm. It, th- that's when you look like you should be working in a light ass. Hundred yeah. percent, that jumper. It, it, it just makes you look like it, it, it looks like you could be standing, in, in, you know, alongside Mulligan and O'Hare, like mm. just uh, with, with Vic and Bob, just singing a, a shanty with them. Uh, um, right, I think I've just given you a bit of an idea already. We've only no, been going about a minute. Fine, and a half. I, I, I've realised I, I only own two jumpers at the moment, so I probably smell like a fisherman as well. No offence to all our massive fisherman audience that we've got. <laughs> oh, you been all right, mate? Yeah, um, yes, got a new house. So, like, hopefully that's all going to sort of, like, sort itself out in the next few months. And uh, then I will fully mm-hmm. be, I'll be in Margate then. So, yeah. Can't wait, mate. Can't wait. How complete, are you? Complete hipster then. Yeah, exactly. I'll be hanging down outside the Turner Gallery drinking cans of breakers. And uh, just, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all right. Um, I, I got up early this morning. I've been doing a lot of running. Uh, on Sunday, yeah, um, at the bank holiday weekend, I got up and just went full Forest Gump. I went right. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna run. And mm. I went like not my, my usual one. I just kept running. I ran 11 miles, and, uh, and and but I did stop. I did stop. Um, mm. In, in the middle of the run, I come back through where my, my parents lived and I just gave them a knock uh, yeah. and said, you know, can't glass of water. Yeah. Uh, check this out, right? Since my my, uh, my 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 recent surge of rebuying the Star Wars figures yeah. that yeah. I had as a kid. Yeah. As we mentioned, Christmas is the best Christmas ever was when I got my Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Um, 
as I stopped for my run, uh, my dad brought me out a glass of water to the doorstep and also brought me out a Millennium Falcon. <laughs> oh, no way! Oh, isn't that, yeah, isn't man. That it was like, <laughs> oh, it was so good. I was just like, oh, it, it felt like Christmas when I was nine again. I was like, I've oh, got a Millennium Falcon. Um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, it's in the bar. You haven't seen the, the new look bar, I, so I obviously. saw a picture of it. Uh, although I don't really look on many things and stalk you that often, I actually saw a picture on what was it? Was it on your Instagram page or something? On a made of false, yeah, mate. It was fucking oh, of course, yeah. It looked really good, so I'm really excited to, mm. to get in there and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I know, I know it. it you know, it will arouse the inner nerd in you. Um, mm. So uh, yeah, well, um, should we just take a quick break and? Tell everyone about our sponsors. Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. Right, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Moto Recall. Yes, it's one of those lifestyle utility apps that every phone should have. It's got the practical, the nostalgia, and the dream. From 18 to 118, there is something for you. It's what you make it. Day-to-day reminders of tax and MOT on your cars you've in your current garage. I have for one, sometimes been driving around in my car not being MOT because I forgot. So it's a bit of a lifesaver. Absolutely. I mean, never buy a second-hand car without knowing the history. You know, provenance. Moto Recall makes sure you aren't caught out by allowing you to perform a full provenance check on the vehicle. With just the car reg, is there outstanding finance? Has it been in an accident? Is the mileage legit? You'll get the full picture, powered by experience, with a data guarantee. I wish I'd had that in the past. And and with this app as well, you can build your historic garage with photos and data that you can not only look back on for yourself, but you can share it with your mates. You know, every car is a memory. You used to have that cat in the hat car. I'd love to have seen that. I mean, if you don't have an historic garage, like build out your dream garage. You know, what has caught your eye? What are you dreaming of owning? And the best bit is free. Up to 50 cars and provenance checks are pay as you go when you need them. Experian aren't as nice as the Moto Recall team, of course. Download the app for free. Search Moto Recall in your app store. M-O-T-O-R-E-C-A-L-L. Moto Recall in your app store. Uh, Hello, this is uh, Charles, um, Chaz from Love Beer. Uh, and, And I'm here to tell you about why I sponsor... Uh, hardcore listening and what what love-beer.co.uk does uh i am a fully certified by the british beer and pubs association for bar installation with a focus on home and office bars i have loads of home bar clients who have really enjoyed the service during lockdown as well as corporate office clients like facebook and hello fresh I offer a complete solution from installing the bar equipment right the way through to keg supply. I also offer regular maintenance packages for those who want a bar without all the hassle. Hello, this is Charles also from Love Beer. I just want to also let you know I'm fully licensed to sell kegs. We can supply loads of different products from mainstream beers and ciders right through to trendy craft beers and even Prosecco kegs, all delivered to your bar by a certified technician. Also, why I'm here, have I mentioned the Land Rover Beeries 3, which is a 45-year-old XMOD Land Rover Series 3. 
that we have done a complete restoration on during lockdown. The 3 Beeries 3 is a custom-built, high-performance bar hidden in the back of a Land Rover. The bar we have installed is capable of doing upwards of 500 pints per hour. We're about four to five weeks off having it all back together and ready to show it off. And I'll be launching an Instagram for it this week. Nice one, Charles. Nice one. Hello, I want to take a moment to shout out one of our wicked sponsors, eggfried.com. They are a streetwear brand. They produce t-shirts, sweats, hoodies, handmade denims. It's all inspired by hip-hop, punk, choir fashion. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, head over to eggfried.com and and have a look on the website because it's not just the design, it's the layout, it's the website. You know, the creative team over there are absolutely on point. There's just some, some great stuff there. And and not just for adults as well. They've got Small Fried, which is their range of kids' <laughs> clothes. And if you want your kid to just look beyond cool, like head over and check that out. And they've given us a discount code, right, Chris? Yes, Egg Salad. If you type Egg Salad into the discount coupon section, you get yourself a tidy little discount. And when they send out the stuff, it is packaged exquisitely. You get little goodies in there, stickers, and it's all wrapped up beautifully. So check out eggfried.com. Okay, lastly, we want to thank, and certainly not leastly, we want to thank, is leastly a word? (laughs) No, it's really not. Right, we're going with it. We're going with it. So we want to thank Luke Van Boom. Luke Van Boom has a company called Bang Boom Creative. Luke is a, a long-time sponsor of this show and a friend of this show. If you see the pictures of Chris and I on the socials advertising this podcast, them happy snaps were taken uh, by the genius that is Luke Van Boom. I mean, that's just the tip of, of, of what he does. Chris, do you want to explain a little bit more about what Bang Boom Creative does? Yes, it's all about fresh interview production. So they're all about content with a heart and soul, making films of all kinds, shooting dynamic photographs and putting smiles on faces. They're passionate storytellers, working with a diverse range of brands of all sizes. You know, their work includes short film, viral video, animation, hidden camera stunts, product demos, live action, 360 imaging and music promo. And they've worked with a ton of companies as well. Universal, uh, BBC Children in Need, even the Mayor of London, Katie Piper, the NHS, the Dogs Trust. They've, they've worked with a lot of companies. It's, it consistently blows my mind, you know, the stuff that you've just said there. Why does he have anything to do with us plums? Stop talking him out of it. Right. <laughs> Cool. Right, there you go. They were our sponsors. Um, right, shall we get on with introducing today's guest? So I met uh, today's guest, uh, thankfully and, and kindly, he uh, asked me on to, to his podcast, and and it's Adam Reid. Hello. Hello. Hello, guys. Hi, Stu. Hi, Adam. Fisherman Chris. You all right? <laughs> Ahoy there. Just, just hearing you talk about Star Wars, two seconds, looks what I've got in my flat. Oh. Oh, an oh, at-at. God. Yeah. Yeah, oh. it's just I love that toy. And and it, you can snap you can detach the legs as well. Yeah, um, you can oh, detach them, but take them off. Yeah, yeah. Listen, oh, it's been tw- it's been oh, it's probably been 25 years since I did that. I don't want you to no. <laughs> back then I didn't realise how much they'd be worth, but you I think you can disconnect them. I use well that one's I mean it's an original, but it's a bit knackered now. Yeah. But um it was something that I always wanted as a kid and never got. I mean, I was yeah. I was quite spoiled with you know the Star Wars stuff that you all got at that age. 
But um, I was helping my, my mate of mine move to Australia a few years ago and he was just going through his house and he went, do you want it? I was like, yeah, I love that. <laughs> and then when we get a fireplace, I'm determined to have it on the mantelpiece, you know, yes. on the fireplace <laughs> mantelpiece. Yeah, when we get a big mansion. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it is that. It's like, I never had that. And like, and there was another thing ahead of that. I'm old, so um, before that, it was Action Man for me. And the Action Man had an assault tower that was this orange tower with a zip line. And the advert just looked like the most exciting thing ever. I never had that. And I have a feeling at some point, I'm, I've run out of space in the bar already. I had all these shelves built to house everything. Design floor, the shelves aren't big enough for an at-hat, so I still don't know if that's ever going to happen. Just to let you know, I am waiting for a delivery from eBay today. My scout walker does arrive today. Oh, so wow. that that will fit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I never had the one part. I never had a Tonton. I never had a land speeder. And, uh, yeah, I have now. I always like the um, – uh, what was the – in Empire Strikes Back, the snow ones that float, flew around the – Snow outhouse. speeder. Snow yeah. Oh, that yeah, snow speeder. Yeah, Love yeah. those. Yeah, what, the one that they take yak hats down with? Yeah. 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 But yeah, they fire the little harpoon out the back yeah. and just wrap around. My mate Paul had one of them. Never, never had one. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Oh, well. Um, well, this has got absolutely fuck all to do with today's top five. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we will obviously talk about your podcast um, yeah, as, as, yeah. As, as this one unfolds. Um, Ed, what's going to be your top five today? So, uh, do you want me to have a little intro or should I just rock in with, with no, what the intro. title is? Yeah, because yeah, go for it. It, it was... At the moment, it's a working title, so by the end of it, we might think of something else. But essentially, I wanted to do a top item, top five. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, and the idea come, came to me. I went for a walk in the park. I live in East London. We go through Vicky Park in the mornings. You know, get a bit of exercise in. And there's a cafe in the middle of there, and it's great. There's lovely food. There's nice drinks, and you can get loads of pastries and cakes and stuff like that but all i wanted was a nice slice of toast nice brilliant yeah and i just thought do you know what just just a nice toast that'd do yeah and you, you can't get it and that got me thinking about how simple that is like just yeah. the simple pleasure of just toast is and how yeah. long it's been around for and it's still up there it's yeah. just snack where you know whenever you want have a bit of toast yeah um so now i was thinking doing top five simple food pleasures and then my brain just gets gets going and then i was thinking about all the other stuff like we're so we're in a world where we're so spoiled for choice of everything you know media fashion tv whatever it is but there's just something about simplicity of these items that have been around for a long time and to me they're still top of the game and you know it's just like it's yeah it's just that's what it is. It's like they, they just can't be beat. And and, and I've, I have skewed off a bit. I mean, we veer off from various territories, but um, there is reasoning behind it. You know, when I when I sort of give a reason why they're on there, it's like, do you know what? That it's it, yeah. With every, every, all the choice you have, it's like when it comes down to it, all you need is this, and then you'll be happy. Humans have been around for a long time, mate. We, we have sussed out a lot of things, and uh, sometimes we over reinvent the wheel, and, and especially when it comes to. Because I, I, I did a, a five of this and um, after hearing your one and toast is in there. Yeah. Right? Because like 
even toast with butter is epic. Yeah. Like, you just can't go wrong with it. Like, listen, yeah. like, sometimes I'll get my toast and butter and then I'm like, I'll reach for, like, jam or marmite and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm sorted if here. If you really want to some... push the boat out, have some beans on it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I my, had, girl, uh... my girlfriend goes away and I get excited. She'll go away for a weekend or a week. And in my head, I'm already excited that for two nights that week, I'm going to have beans on toast for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to stop me. I'm happy. Brilliant. Well, let's let's kick things off. Um, are they in any kind of order or is it just five that you... That you well, I mean, do you know what? They're all as good as each other. So I have got them in an order. I do think number one is up there. I, I've, so, I mean, I'm happy to go with the order that I've got. Um, go for it. The order that you've got. So at number five, I've got the uh, Quiz Show Mastermind. <laughs> so, I, I mean, this is why, yeah, I don't know how I went from Toast to Mastermind, but, <laughs> you know, it's been on telly since, I think it was around 1972. There's no fancy graphics. There's no confusing rules. Essentially, all you get is someone walking across the set, sitting in an old leather armchair and answering with a spotlight. And they're answering as many questions as they can in two minutes. And that's it. Yeah. And it's on. It's been on. It's been on telly for like 40, 50 odd years. And that killer, that's killer theme tune. Killer. Oh, yeah. that's it. You just think how iconic that photo is, and it's just mm. a just a chair and a spotlight, yeah. and that's all you've got to do. And game shows now these days, I I mean I barely watch any because I just you just don't get the rules or it's just too much going on. Yeah. And yeah, it's not happening for me. I. Uh... There was a, a mastermind game growing up that I used to just see like everywhere. And it was like, because this was at the time of, of um, Magnus Magnusson. And mm. uh, but yeah, that was his name, wasn't it? The host. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The Magnusson or something like that. Yeah. Uh, who, does it, who does it, Nadge? Um, the, was it the, is it the newsreader? The former newsreader or the, the correspondent? What was his name? Who does oh, it, Nadge? Got me there. I can't bloody remember. He's, you know what? And I watch it, and I'm like, this is quite offensive. But I watch it now, and I think, oh my god, he's really old. <laughs> um, but Magnus Magnuson was about 300, wasn't he, when he was yeah. doing it? Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just a simple Q and A. I always, when I was a kid, I always remember finding it really boring. I remember, it oh yeah. It, yeah, it was really serious, wasn't it? And like, yeah. And I was like, oh, just give me like punchlines or uh, or three, two, one. Like at that point. Yeah. But now, I mean, they've jazzed it up a bit. They're celebrity ones now. Yeah. Yeah. If I'll throw this back at both of you, if you was to go on there, what would be your chosen topic for your uh, for your round? Oh. Um, I It would have to... something. See, I don't think I know enough about anything. But it'd have to be something like... The life and times of Jackie Chan. Or oh, like that. <laughs> what year was Police Story film? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a great you one. know, yeah, and because I think that that's, I think partly that that is possibly one flaw of the format where, you know, you can't. There's some most of those questions people at home just can't answer. So that is that is okay. I there is a slight flaw in that, but. Um, I was watching, what was I watching the other day? I still can't get the chase. I, just, I still don't understand the rules of the chase. <laughs> and I've been involved in, you know, my background is TV production and, and producing and yeah. development. And I've, I've pitched, I've been involved with pitching game shows and quiz shows to commissioners. 
and watching their faces from the side, you know, as you're running through like the basic rules of a game. Yeah. And just seeing them sort of, sort of slightly glaze over or checking yeah. their blackberries, you know, whilst, whilst the game's playing. And I know for a fact that if I called a load of commissioners in and sat them all down in this hall and, and played Mastermind, it'd never get green lit because there's just not, because they go, well, where's the, where's the, where's this, where's that, where's this? And if you showed them the set that it's just going to be, a dusty old leather chair and a spotlight. They go, well, that's not exciting. But mm. but then but then there's something right with it because it's been around for so long and it's such an institution. So yeah, t- times have changed, and I think I think somewhat people's attention levels have changed. And yeah, and 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 but all you need for mastermind is uh, just it's just a bit of effort and mm. and a bit of hard, like you know, and someone's put some time into getting good at something, and they're like, I think this will do. Instead of like there being like fireworks going off, and you know, yeah sort of like basic games that are just a bit pointless really um yeah. it, it that, that format does absolutely work i always get a bit of imposter syndrome watching it because because I, I just feel like i'm so inept yeah, yeah i'm a yeah. watch i watch it and i just think i got fuck all right there and i can't take my spec i can't take um you know uh my specialist sub you know most memorable wanks i can't <laughs> that is so niche to me and i don't think as many times you've got, as the, I've you taken got, you got the video to... clips to prove them as well <laughs> <laughs> as many times as i've taken that to the bbc as a show right here they've never, <laughs> they've never cottoned it on it's, it's it's interesting you say that you, you see your company's the chancer collective chancer collective yeah that, that yeah. sounds really cool man i've got a friend who does that sorry how did you go from your wanks to that <laughs> from your wanks <laughs> straight <laughs> to his business <laughs> Look, looking to, well, actually, I saw it and i was like i've got to talk to you afterwards i've had an idea uh, i've got a basic form of an idea for a game <laughs> show and i want to pitch it to you it doesn't involve my wand but um, I've always found that, like, that whole industry fascinating. I've got a mate who works, who has worked in television production years yeah. ago on shows like Big Brother and stuff like that. And I've still got a friend who does adverts, like, who, who comes up with a creative campaign. I just love that whole creative process and how you guys have to think about how you come to pitch something. Like, you elevate a pitch, you don't have people, like you say, people's eyes glow, glazing over. If it's too yeah. complicated to explain, I mean... Well, it's, it's all down to elevate isn't it that's it yeah. you know and <clears throat> i still find that with with mastermind you just say well contestants sits down and they've got two minutes to answer questions about a specialist subjects and then it's just general knowledge whereas you try and explain golden balls to someone <laughs> in in 30 seconds you can't do it you know it's yeah. just ridiculous so yeah yeah i mean there were some other notable mentions as well i always think and again i think it took it took a few years to to get picked up was who wants to be a millionaire Mm. i mean that is we think how huge that format is and again it's just someone sitting there opposite the host and all they've got to do is answer answer i think it's 16 odd questions and they just get a little bit more difficult as they go on yeah Mm. i mean there's nothing more there's there isn't much more simple than that as well no and is that like excitement of a, little... a million pounds? Oh, well, you got the million, yeah. a million quid, and like but, the wild yeah. cards are quite interesting. Like the mechanics, the, the yeah. mechanics yeah. of it are are really good. I like a board game, and there's there's board games out there. That I, I remember like trying to get like I, my mate bought me one, and Molly was like, "Oh, I'll play one of your board games with you." And I was setting it up. I'm not lying for two hours. Oh, do you know what? That <laughs> is it mouse, is it mouse trap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh. Yeah, I was just, I was but you get the payoff with Mass Track. Yeah. You can set it up for two hours and then, like, in 30 seconds, you've mm. got your spunk shot right there. <laughs> Whereas your poor missus probably had to endure you scratching that fucking beard for four hours playing Risk. Oh, God's sake. Don't you leave Risk alone, mate. <laughs> um, who is it? Bo, um, what's his name? Comedian. It, one of his uh, jokes is uh, people who play Risk have never taken a risk in their lives. <laughs> And it's kind of true, like, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. shout out as well to uh, um, another uh, never-ending game show that uh, was always too highbrow for me, University Challenge. Shout out oh, to that. Oh, yeah, that, that is one that you sit there and you'll run around the living room, shout, like, screaming if you get a question right, because that <laughs> yeah. just goes way it's, over my head. The, 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 the contestants are the polar opposite of... Uh, of society so you've got on one like you, you know if you look at the quiz show to get that kind of parallel you've got bullseye yeah <laughs> where you've yeah. just got the creme of every working men's club in the uk yeah and then you've got university challenge which yeah. is the brightest where, where, most... yeah well you're clearly inferior to like kids who are 20 years younger than you and that makes <laughs> me more of a chad and more of a jock because i'm going yeah. he's never he's never had sex in his life yeah she, She's never well, been out and had a good time. And my, my, my girlfriend and my mum are just like, that's so pathetic, just because yeah. they're smarter than you. It's like, I, I mean, when we went to the first podcast, The Wolves, me and you felt a bit impostery because obviously we didn't know what the fuck we were doing and we had to give an award away. There's all these <laughs> professionals there. We were like, I bet there's a load of virgins in here. <laughs> the truth is we just felt really out of place, didn't we? Uh, no, I'd be lying if I said that when I watched University Challenge, and I feel intimidated by their intellect. I just find myself just thinking, I'd definitely beat him in a fight. <laughs> that's I could throw that's the kind of level that I go to. I don't Bring, bringing it back to Bullseye, they should spice up University Challenge and give away a caravan to the, oh, to the winners. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> and an old, and an old, uh, you know, an old speed bike uh, and the old jet ski. <laughs> should fit. They should throw in a physical challenge in there. They should. Yeah, like the Krypton Factor. That was good. There that you go. Incredible. That was brains and brawn. Yeah, it yeah. was crystal. Yeah. complicated oh, the, in a way. The, cre- the crescendo, yeah. a zip line. Yeah, oh, what more do you want? Seeing Dave from accounts and HR like all in a green, <laughs> bright blue jumpsuit, like falling off halfway through in mud. <laughs> My history teacher, Mr. Callow, looked exactly like Gordon Burns. And I don't think they've ever been seen in the same room together. But uh, yeah, he was literally called he was literally called Krypton for my whole time at school. Who you got for history? Krypton. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. 
Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, more, one, more, one more quiz show I wanted to sort of mention as well was, this, was deal or no deal. Because that is a game where there's not even any questions. Mm. All you've yeah. got to do is pick a box. And, and I sort of gave a round of applause to that as well, yeah. because anyone can go. So one thing as well, sort of with ideas, anyone can go on that show. You don't have to feel intimidated by not knowing anything. You can go on a show and win 250,000 yeah, pounds. I want that one. I want that one, yeah. that one. You can, beat, you can beat Stephen Fry in Deal or No Deal. You're not going to beat Stephen Fry in University Challenge. No, no that's a very good point. It's, it's, like, it's like actuarial maths calculations in, in sort of like Deal or No Deal, but most people aren't getting to that level. No. They're just sort yeah. of like going, ah, uh, yeah, Number sounds eight. like worth it. L- love um, the fact you just dropped that in, Chris. Like, the, like, like you get it. I don't get it. I yeah, I mean, most of it is, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just I know, said a word that listen, I didn't even understand. I know understand. roughly what's going on in the TV. It don't mean I can actually build a television. <laughs> um, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think it's great. Can you imagine being like Noel Edmonds or being on that set and then someone actually can't, like, get it? <laughs> like, they can't. Like, I wonder what, how stupid or, or frustrating that must be if people can't be bothered to make a decision or they're getting too panicked. I'd be like, my God. It's not, there's not a, a simple enough show for everyone. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Adam. It is just like just pointing at a box. And and, and also, you, I, I don't know how, they must film like dozens of episodes. Yeah, they'll probably do four or five a day. You're like, yeah. I, uh, I, I spoke to Ben Shepherd on, on a podcast and uh, um, embarrassingly, I don't know the name of the, 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 the TV quiz show he does. Um, point, I think. that's it, yeah, that's it. Um, and he was saying that they do record like you know five or six episodes each day. That's insane, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it can be hard work. How many podcasts are you recording today, Stu? This is my fourth life, <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> but I, I, I mentioned this to you, Stu, as well, when, when we did podcasts. That the, I'm knackered, we also make Ross Kent's one, and I'm knackered listening to him talking for two hours with a guest. And then I'm getting knackered if I do two or three podcasters and I'm not even hosting it. I'm just pressing the space bar with the questions. And the, the fact that you sit and you engage with people for, you know, you're talking about six, seven hours a day. So that, that's got to be a massive brain drain. Yeah, I'm lucky that, like, there's not huge that's amounts right. going on in my head. Mm. So, like, <laughs> you know, I'll just let them talk and I've just got some questions that I'll just read yeah. out. Like, yeah, I'm... Fundamentally, like, yeah, my, my, my brain's pretty dead. So, uh, no, it, you know, it, it, I'd be lying if I said sometimes if I did have four or five. Before, a little bit kind of full on. Before I mean, look at that on. time that we done that day, Chris, when we went up to London and we oh, done... it was exhausting. Like, we literally fell asleep on that stage, didn't we? We got, we got to We Are Scientists, lovely lads, intelligent, yeah. witty, and I was halfway through saying something. And even for my drivel standards, I just stopped and went... I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, what am I talking about? I just got to that point when my brain had turned to soup. But shoot, quickly, um, before we move on to the next one, 
what would your what would your specialist subject be? I'm assuming something to do with music. Uh, hmm. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, no, do you know what? Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd I'd, I'd do it on uh, the film High Fidelity. Hmm, like it, very niche. Yeah, yeah. Questions on High Fidelity. I think that'd be it. Hmm. And yours? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack that idea because if it was something like Aliens, the movie, I'd smash that probably out yeah. of the park. Yeah, I've watched it about 500 times now, so. <laughs> Adam, number four, please, my friend. Black coffee. Mm. I just think it's the only way, if you've got a nice black coffee, there we go, it's the only way it should be drunk. I just, it, you, it's an insult to those coffee beans that have been dried out halfway around the world and all that, and then you just add in a bit of, well, you know, fat milk and pumpkin spice or whatever or cream on top i just think no it's the only way to be drunk and i came i came to coffee a little bit late because growing up you sort of stuck with the instant stuff and it's just mm. horrendous um and then and then my eyes were just opened it was just like oh you know you get given a good cup of coffee and it was just oh that's it changed it forever doesn't it you feel like a grown-up when you enjoy a nice definitely you know, a good coffee. morning brown yeah yeah have you ever had Vietnamese coffee? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty fucking good shit. I, yeah. I've I've been like I think I I make you right. I think it is such a simple thing that I now drink. But for years I was just envious of how adult someone is when they drink black coffee. I'd be like, fuck! I wish I could be that person. Yeah. You know, because I would put all sorts of shit. Out. I'm not going to lie. Like I I would like have like I would have a just everything in it and I, I just like do you want that in it i'm like of course is there anything else you can sling in it <laughs> and now like yeah i'm like i don't want i don't want any of that shit i, I just love not a nice coffee nice black coffee um i'm not gonna lie there are a few instant coffees out there that um are more like the higher higher brand ones oh yeah no there are now i will, grab, you know, I will yeah. have that um, but i've got a little decaf you know cafetiere as well that i sometimes yeah. crack open yeah. at the weekends and that Larry, the George Kirby enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. Larry, I've seen there's it a, there, well, there was there's an old app when he's in a he's in a coffee shop oh, and he's yeah. going, I'll have just give us one of those vanilla latte bullshit things, you know, whatever you guys do, put whatever you want in it. And then he's drinking, oh, this is good, what is it? And it's uh what's it, cafe latte? What's in it? He goes, milk and coffee. Milk and coffee. <laughs> Who would have thought milk and coffees? It's like, it's just yeah. I mean, that's what we said. I when I first sort of went into a coffee shop, you know, and and I was like, can I just have a black coffee, please? And you, you still, you just can't get one. And they went, you want an Americano? And I didn't know what an Americano was. Yeah. And, and so they went, I just want a black Americano, black. I was like, oh, if that's what it is, then yeah, fine. But <laughs> I just, yeah, if that, it, just give me it's, a black coffee. It's, it's like high fidelity. It's like walking in that record shop, feeling yeah. intimidated by the yeah. people in that store because yeah. you don't feel worthy. And that is what it's like asking for a black coffee yeah I just and it's just coffee. like it's it's the simplest thing that they could do as well yeah. it's the yeah. most easiest thing that they could do it's what their, their business is based on that one product <laughs> that one fundamental place. all they've done it yeah and then but you go in and they have to name it yeah. I, I, mean, I still don't know what an americano is i don't know the difference between an americano and a filter i think a black 
Oh, no. All right, I'm lost already. I, 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 yeah. I, I, don't challenge me because I thought I'd nailed it, guys. I thought Americano <laughs> was just a black coffee. Don't throw in the word filter because, yeah, you're right, Stu. Obviously, a filter. Oh, fucking hell. I've got I'm back to square one with it all now. Well, I'm I so for a black Americano. I think it might be, is it a shot of two shots? I don't, do you know what? I don't even know. I just, just if it's, if it's nice coffee and it's black, I'll just drink it. Absolutely. That's it. No messing about. Yeah, I, uh, it's good enough for Cowboys and New York Cops TV. Uh, absolutely, right. absolutely. How I'm many always, can you have? Well, have you got a limit before you know what? you start I, freaking I, out? I'm on my second now. What time yeah. is it? Yeah, so I'm on my second now. I'll try not to do one after sort of maybe half 12 or something. And I've, and I've kind of getting into decaf ones as well because I'll, I'll sit and watch like a marathon of law and order <laughs> one afternoon and when it's like when they're like cracking on at three in the morning and I'm always jealous of that percolator that they have at the corner of the office yeah. and they're just pouring it out and it makes me want one. I yeah. see them pouring out an old mug oh, and okay. I want one. So then it, then it's have to jump on the decaf and yeah. sort of just, a, just for that quick taste hit. I can, I can, I can have two. And after that, I'm not my, I'm not my own man. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, there's something happens to me and I get palpitations. I feel fucking nauseous. But um, I, I think also because you're in a creative role, when I've when I do when I'm like in more of a creative spurt, I do find that I consume more caffeine. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. Just keeps you sharp. It's good for the old Alzheimer's, I suppose, as well. Keeps keeps that at bay. So, Doctor Gasson, um, health tips. I uh, I am uh, that much of a coffee wanker. I'm I'm a member of a coffee club. And uh, oh, I've never heard about this. Each, each, yeah. Sorry, this is this is see, this is like I'm, I'm not sitting there painting Dungeons and Dragons figures. This is my <laughs> nerd, Chris. And like, yeah, I, I join a coffee club, and once a month they send me a, a different coffee with like a kind of concise breakdown of what's in it and stuff like that. And it's it's really nice. Each month you just get a little, uh, you know, a bag mm. of coffee to try. Um, but I also uh, I really like Turkish coffee. And uh, and I went to a a, 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 a Turkish restaurant. And they they bought the, the coffee out, and I was like, "That's incredible!" Uh, and they said, "You need to buy a, a, a Turkish coffee pot." Yeah, all right. And, uh, so yeah, when I'd done that, and there's a lot involved in that. It's <laughs> something really simple, but a lot of stirring. And I didn't realize just how quickly these things boil because it's literally it's like a little mini kettle, but without a lid, and you're just stirring it and boiling it. And it just went all over the top. Like every time I've done it, I've still not got it right. But there's a lot of sugar in it as well, uh, which I'm not a big fan of. But in the in that coffee, oh my life, man, it's so good, so good. But uh, you keep your coffee not, in the freezer. Apparently, uh, it's good if you keep it in the freezer because we've had, we had a membership for a little while. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've started off dissing Chris for being hipsters, and look at us just I know. Fucking <laughs> pulling each other off over fucking. Highbrow coffee. It's <laughs> <That's> really wankers. <laughs> coffee wankers. <laughs> oh dear. Number three, Ed. What you got? Uh, the white t-shirt. I go wrong with the white tee. I just, you know, I've got one. I've realised I've got one on now. There's for years and years and years. I think anyone just looks good in one, and <clears throat> you ask any like, you if you look at the. 10 best items of fashion or five best items of fashion since fashion began. The white t-shirt's going to be up there. And, 100%. and you, you put one on and as long as I don't look in a mirror, I feel like David Gandhi. Like you wear a nice white 
t-shirt and you can just stroll down the road anyone looks good in a white t-shirt and it's the simplest again it's the simplest thing in the world and dress it up dress it down whack it on you get up sleep in it get married in it like don't worry about it just look yeah yeah never disappoints no, no, don't. It well, no, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, I'm all for it being in the top five. Uh, but to say it never disappoints, the T-shirt doesn't disappoint. My my lifestyle disappoints me because I can't fucking keep a white T-shirt white. Like, you know, it's only in the last five years I've mastered, like, getting stains out of white T-shirts quickly because, like, I don't know. It sounds like the public in case you get arrested. Yeah. Like, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> Salt water gets blood out, mate. Salty water, hot salty water. Um, yeah, I just can't. I just always disappoint myself with that. And I've got a – my cupboard is just, um, I'd say, 10 white T-shirts, 10 black T-shirts. Some of them have got prints on. But other than that, I've got loads of them and um, and a couple of absolutely leery pieces of shit as well. But um, why do you keep buying the white T-shirts then? Because they Can't they're... do it. Yeah, just have to. <clears throat> yeah. Just drawn to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it hides a multitude of sins, a big, a nice white tee. I used to wear them quite fitted, but I, I, then I went through a phase of having them more boxy. How do you wear them, Stu? Probably quite fitted now you're running 11 hours. Of- no, no. The last thing I want is anything that's going to accentuate my man tits. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I Do you know what? I go XL slim fit. like, And so it's kind of like, it, it doesn't kind of ride up above my belly button. Uh but it like it don't also look like I'm wearing a blanket, so it's like, it's, it's about right for me. But uh, that said, in lockdown, I think I've I've been quite happy to. Uh, if I might have one of them like house coats that Homer wears when he, he puts on like forty stone, I <laughs> yeah. think I would have quite happily just spent lockdown in one of them kind of house coats. It's quite and a little special me. device to press the phone keys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, if I think white t-shirts straight, or I mean, who was it? Was it, um, who was the rapper that sold his white t-shirts for like fucking like 200 quid or something? Um, did Kanye West release a oh, white I would, t-shirt? I wouldn't be surprised if it was Kanye West, mate. It was a plain white t-shirt. I'm going to Google this. Well, if you think we take it seriously, the the, the um, especially the New York Hip Hop Committee for white t-shirts, it's, it's mad. Like, you know, the, the culture there is you, you, you buy them, you buy them like tent size yeah. and you wear it once. And it's oh, gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I think that's horrendous. I'm just saying that's what the culture is out there. There's reasons for that because it's all related to, you know, previous lives spent in poverty. But um, yeah, that's what they do. You know, they 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 take it really fucking seriously. Uh, always- Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project. There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Slightly jealous of that cut when you see the kids, like when you watch The Wire and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the T-shirts are massive, but the yeah. sleeves are like, they're halfway down your arm. And yeah. Huge, absolutely. I, 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 I'm, I'm on season three now with my girlfriend. Like, so we agreed we'd watch the OC, and I'd get her into the Wire. Funnily enough, we've watched all four seasons of the OC. We've only got through season two of the Wire, but uh, I love it, man. I think it's, it's a wicked show. I love the, but you're right, the fashion in it's really cool. Like seeing yeah. Pody just like slinging crack. I don't think it's a, it's a look that I could pull off. But no, it, no, no. I mean them t-shirts. I mean. I mean, I should say that the um, the Kanye West one just looked is two hundred and eighty quid uh, for a, a white t shirt. But for me, if you want that big, kind made of by him, did he hand make it himself? <laughs> I would imagine <laughs> maybe not. But um, yeah, it's, it's two hundred eighty quid for a, a plain white t shirt. If you want them kind of big, oversized hip hop t shirts, but you haven't got you know big bucks, I would head down to Big Clobber because there's a range modelled by um, darts player Andy Fordham um, that, uh, <laughs> that would definitely give exactly the uh, the same same effect. Like Jack and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Keep yourself down. I was thinking, of, you know, scale it up a little bit. If you want to push the boat out a bit more, I always think a, a nice white Oxford shirt. That's oh, good man. as well. Done. You yeah, know. yeah. Yeah. And then, but there's loads. There's like, I was, I was, I'm an army. You've got Stan Smith's that have been around mm. forever. Converse, Wayfarers. I mean, I mean, this my list can go on sort of forever. Well, so, so one of mine, if I can throw it in now, because it fits nice, it, it, it's just jeans, like a yeah. simple pair of blue denim jeans. Like, I don't need it. I don't need it. Like, I don't mind like the odd, like sort of like different wash in it. I think that's fine. But, you know, there was a phase when I'd get them, you know, I think it was early 2000s when distressed denim was the thing. And, you know, yeah. I think of that now and just think, oh, fuck me. Or you see it where it's all studded or it's got embroidery on it. It just makes me feel physically sick. Or like denim, denim, um, like sweatpants. Yeah, no. Yeah. What's going on? I mean, this week we lost uh, one of the most handsome men that ever walked the planet, Nick Kamen. Uh, and... One of the most iconic adverts of the 80s involved him, 501s, basic pair of 501s and a white T-shirt. There you go. That's that's the list. That 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 is what the list, this list is. It's just yeah. that, isn't it? I mean, none of us look, look anything like Nick Kamen, so I imagine <laughs> if we strolled in that laundrette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear brilliant i mean what i mean we've spoke on here before chris that that you had a bit of an addiction to buying uh plain white t-shirts uh or was it black t-shirts you would buy it was black it was, ones it was the, the black time, t-shirt it? yeah it is like it's 50 pretty much 50 percent white 50 percent black now but i yeah. have got so many black t-shirts as well because because i switched to black 
because of the staining issue and I couldn't solve it. Like I could, for, I, like for a while, I couldn't solve it. And I was even looking at, um, have you seen that spray that you can spray onto material to make it apt, like water repellent? Right, this is, those videos, this is, I've seen it, but what, what load, no, that's batshit crazy. I need to have a look at this stuff because I can't, I can't not dribble my food or spaff on my own T-shirt. Like, just fucking be a grown-up. Like, or, or buy a bib. Buy a bib or take your T-shirt off if you're going to interfere with yourself. Like, just stop it. Why are you looking at fucking waxing all of your garments? Hey, uh, but, uh, listen, there's nothing more, like, if you've got a spare five minutes today, right, when you're fucking waiting for your coffee to percolate, have a look at one of, these, one of these videos where they've coated, like, either trainers or T-shirts in this this repellent Teflon spray. It's amazing. And they're squirting ketchup on it and it's just running off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's exciting. It's exciting oh, stuff. Oh, 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 just, yeah. Don't spill your food. Take your time, mate. Slow down. Can't. It's not going to happen, mate. <laughs> um, Glasson, do you want to throw one in? So I know that you've, yeah, you, right, you've, you've right. got a few. Let's let's, uh, let's have a look. What This one, uh what? Does anyone, do either of you know who Herschel Walker is? Stu, you might know who Herschel Walker is. Is it a lot of manufacturer of like... Um... Chocolate, no. Hershey's, no. Or you're going to... No, Hershey, is it? It's not bags, is it? No, it isn't. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a football athlete from America, American football star. He, he did MMA for a brief period of time and he's built like a brick shithouse. Like, he's built like, he's cut out of wood. He looks like a god. Um, and he was a very, very successful uh, American footballer. Um, and basically, this my, my if it ain't broken, don't fix it. And I'm not completely, I don't completely do this myself, but it's press-ups and sit-ups oh, yeah. and bodyweight exercise. Like Herschel Walker used to say he used to do like a thousand of each. He said, that's what I do. I do that and I sprint and I'm fucking stacked. And, and, and the truth is, like, we're always so desperate. Like, what you want to do is get fit without completely always the effort. So that's why there's all these products online that are like, you know, oh, use this, use the Crunchmaster 4000 because, you yeah. know, you're going to get abs. Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, seven-minute abs. It's like, well, six. there's six-minute abs. Something else I wanted to talk to you about, Adam, is uh, I've got an idea for five-minute abs. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's like you, you're desperate to, you want to pay the solution to getting fit when actually you don't need to do anything other than just put in some effort. Like yeah. put some effort in, do some fucking press-ups. But I I, I, saw, I I was doing a few weights the other day and even still, I, I, I'm not like in a position like in my lounge where I can like do a chest press because I don't have a, a bench. I, I can just do a press-up. It's, it's more mm. weight than what I'm lifting on a weight anyway. It's like, if you do that, you can just get fit. And I, it is funny because even though I know this is the reality of it, I still somewhat can't completely buy into it. And, and You love a fad, Chris. You love a fad diet or a fad exercise I, regime. I do. You will go, still, I've just started this new thing. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, I do. And so I, I know I know that the tr I know the reality and what truth is, but my emotions block that. And, and consumer culture, that's what they want as well. It, like, a lot of these things we're talking about, the reason why they're all there is because keeping it simple don't really make companies money. So yeah. they want it, they want it. They don't want to just give you the coffee bean. They want you to stick this other shit in it because they can, you know, they can upset it. They can make more money. And it's, 
it's the truth. It's, it's the truth of everything. You, do, you, do you motivate yourself enough to do it to exercise? I, I think it, it's yeah, also, I don't. yeah, it's psychological, mate. I yeah. think that um, a, a big thing that I, I, I believe is that you can't just exercise. Like if you think like you you're just going to wake up and then just get become fit by doing an exercise plan, you're wrong because exercise starts psychologically, and you've got to have you've got to know the why. And you've also got to be prepared to accept the, the reality that it is fucking hard work. And if, if the why you're getting fit isn't strong enough for you, then you actually, it doesn't matter what other things you're doing, you never do it. I've never been more physically active as I have been over lockdown. I've, I've now done well over a year's worth of consistent exercise. And I feel my body feels great for it because I've got the why right. And, you know, somewhat, I mean, when talk, Stu talks about fads at the moment, I just know that I, I use a um, online app that keeps me consistent. Mm. That's it. That's all I need. I don't need anything more fancy than that now. So, yeah, it's a psych. It's a it's a it's you've got to get the wire. And it's like the, who, who beat Mike Tyson. Um, who was the first guy to was it? Buster? Buster Douglas. Yeah. He said like the reason why he I mean, didn't, didn't, didn't Tyson knock him on the mat uh, mm. and, and he got up and he said, look, there's a reason I got up because I had a solid reason why. And it's because I think he just lost his father and he, or his mother and he was dedicating fighting Tyson for that reason. That's a strong why. And that's what got him up off the mat and sparked him. And, and I think that's true for anything and definitely exercise. If you don't have the why, you ain't never going to do it. And if the why is something like, because I think I'd like to look better. Most of it's all because other people or society thinks that's how it should look. It's probably not a strong enough reason to get fit. There's got to be, from I think for me, something more underlying. And I think mine was like my health, my lifestyle was shit. And I was probably going to die unhealthy. So I was kind of like, that. I guess that's a stronger why. And that helped, helped me keep it up, mate, really. Yeah. And they're, they're, do, do burpees, they're a killer. Oh, yeah, they're, they're brilliant. That's it. Going, going back to, there, there was a, I saw this because I was very much, I didn't want to join gyms and stuff because I just feel intimidated going in there. Like I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. And I did get a trainer for a little while and, and just didn't, and then just sort of stopped. Um, but then I saw this video, I think it was like this ultra US Marine on, on YouTube. Goggins. Is it David Goggins or someone? Like it, well, it might've been him. Is he, is he the absolute unit? Like, He's the beast. Yeah. And um, all it was, was you say all it, all it is. It was just running up and down. It was doing 20 burpees, then running to the end of the room, do 19, then run back, do 80. Or it might have started at 15 or something like that. And then you, you just work yourself down to one. And I, I tried that and I just died after <laughs> three runs or something like that. But it, again, the simplicity of just that standard move, a burpee, it's just incredible what it does. It's a full body workout yeah. and you save yourself 500 quid a year yeah, but from, it's not as much fun. But it's not as much fun. <laughs> but then I'm really my motivation is pretty bad. I've been known, honest to God, I've I walked into a gym and seen two or three people just looking at them. They've got my nerves, and I've just turned around and left, <laughs> just because I just know that I it, they it, I'm quite yeah. I just <laughs> I've, I've done it. I've walked in, gone. Oh, I think there's one guy was wearing jeans. Oh. And I and and I just went. I can't. I can't be doing this because they'll yeah. be just be distracting me whilst I'm trying to do something. And I just turn yeah. around and left. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I need to get my. When, when, when you see those those guys standing in front of the mirror yeah. with their phone in one hand, like just lifting their shirt up and taking photos, 
I mean, a lot of it's jealousy from me. I'd be lying if I said otherwise. But uh, oh, I just, yeah. I mean, burpees are just really horrible. And that's probably why they're so effective. But I would rather go and do another exercise and maybe not burn as many calories or tone as much, but enjoy that time. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, if I get time to train, then I want to enjoy it as well. Or, or yeah. And the thing is with burpees, you can't really listen to music when you're doing burpees either. Like it's not like you can keep a pair of headphones on your head if you're doing that. And you, are you aware? Are you aware that they do ones smaller than the ones you're wearing now, mate? They do like inner ones now. They're much smaller. They're like that big, and they just pop inside your ears. Have you heard of those ones yet? Send me a link, mate. I'll send you a link. Send Cheers, you a link. mate. Um, you've got the internet then as well. You do have that. I've got to send you that too. Yeah, yeah, right. right. I'll send you right, the right. internet. Yeah. Send, send me a link. Send me a letter. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, right, number two, please, Ed. Steak. Mm, so, steak. You know, I don't think there's anything more simple and delicious in the food world than a nice steak. Just, I, I would quite happily, for lunch or dinner, just have a steak on its own, just on a plate, and just mm-hmm. eat. It, it's, it's like when it's got a bit some greens with it got some, it's like no just leave me on my own with a nice cut that'll do me that'll do me yeah. fine if I, have a, if I have a nice cut if it's a nice steak I, I don't want any sauce with it yeah just Never. it ruined you know no peppercorn you know there's a time and a place you know if you're if it's a you know if if, if the steak if, if you're not on a top restaurant or you haven't spent a couple of quid in the butchers or whatever then yeah, yeah peppercorn sauce bit of ketchup you know sure fine but if you have you have a nice one just leave it on its own just and i don't think there's there's a reason why they're so bloody expensive they're the most expensive things in bloody restaurants mm. and it's the same again it's the simplest thing in the world it's just a bit of bloody meat cooked for a few minutes each side it's a gamble though isn't it yeah yeah like, i i always kind of unless i'm going somewhere that you know is famous for for, for steak like if i'm just going out for some you know a bit of pub grub or i'm you know going to a, a, a kind of chain and and you know steak and chips is a real it delivers and but i will always swerve it just because i just think i mm. oh, am i gonna get like a ropey bit of steak where are you eating Stu? you're not like absolute you haven't got to go to fucking like you know weather spoons every every time you want a steak like, <laughs> and in actual fact no disrespect like i've actually had steak in weather spoons and it hasn't been that bad yeah you can get like a hang on a minute i ain't digging out weather spoons you you're are dig- you're digging out restaurants saying that like it's a matter i don't think it's that much of a risk you do you do sometimes get a bit of ropey steak but if you're going yeah. to a half decent restaurant i'm only saying it's a gamble i'm saying you will get nice steak but sometimes you play risk you and sound it's like... a lot like you play with. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just think, you know, I've, I've, it's the same if you go to the butchers. You don't really know what you're going to get until you, you cook it and stick it on the plate. And yeah. yeah. Are, you, are, you, are you eating meat at the nah, moment? No, no. So I'm, I'm vegan, um, pretentious. So that's why I've become uh, tra- transitioned fully into hipster. It is for environmental reasons. I ain't going to lie. It isn't because I don't think animals should die. Um, to be honest with you, like I, I think that having meat and like having steak, like me and my girlfriend, like if we go to a restaurant and I saw a steak that I wanted, I'd, I'd have it. I'd gladly order it. Um, but just environmentally, I just decided I'd cut back. But I think what, what panics me is that I could, I, I think my realisation was that you can go into a fucking most supermarkets now and get 
any type of steak you want and 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 I'm like flown over from anywhere and I, that just made me sort of like go i think i'm not saying we shouldn't eat animals like just dial it back a bit that's it you know i don't want to yeah. preach about it and i think you're right like i love steak and um i worked in outback steakhouse and i ate so much steak and i, I would eat I, i've gone through all the phases from fucking blue steak diane to well, probably never well done but up to medium and yeah, I think you're totally right, man. Like just a just a steak, a simple humble steak. Yeah. You don't. You yeah. really don't need peppercorn sauce. I do like, like a bit of mustard with it every now and then. But I, I'll yeah. go English mustard with mine. Yeah. But oh, it's so good. I'm getting hungry. I'm, my mouth's watering. Yeah, stinks. I'm salivating. <laughs> really, am. It is. I'm saying that. Like honestly, like for years, if steak was on the menu, it was a real effort for me not to order something. To, for me to order something else because I'd yeah. be like. I just love steak so much. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, well, before we get on to your, your number one, Ed, um, Chris, I know you've got uh, a, a few in the back pocket. Do you want to throw another one in? The uh, I'll throw another one in, mate, and then and then you, I'm sure you can uh, you can fire away as well. Got to remember what what I jotted down. Um, uh, so uh, this is an extension of toast, but also fish finger sandwiches. Like, I don't like you go into like like these like places and now hit that they're so fancy this fish finger sandwich. If you presented me one on just white bread, yeah, like some basic like the whatever his name is uh, fish fingers, I'd fucking absolutely smash a little it. bit of vinegar. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, a lot of movie remakes. I sometimes think, uh I know Pit, our, our buddy Pip will say, you know, don't write off a remake until you've seen it, and I somewhat agree with that. But there are sometimes when I'm just like. Fucking leave it alone, mate. Like, mm. would you remake Jaws, Stu? That's it. I, I toy with that idea a lot. Would you, re, you know, I love Jaws. Aren't there rumours they're going to do that? Yeah, I imagine it's going to happen, mate. There's the money there for it, isn't there? It's got to be. I just think if all that money's there, make something new. Yeah, it's, yeah. Do something. There must be loads of filmmakers and writers with really great ideas. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're, 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 I mean, I'm sure you've got loads, Chris. Like, you, you know, I know you've got a picture game show, and uh, yeah, I've got yeah, I've got some money. We've <laughs> got a big meeting after this. <laughs> uh, yeah, and no, I would not want to see Jaws remade because it's not broken. It don't need fixing. And the same, if someone told me they were remaking them, like, did, I know, did they remake American Wealth in London? Listen, let, let, let me let they save did that American, money for Jules. American Wealth in Paris, wasn't it? Paris, yeah. yeah. Look, this is you're going to love this, Stu. Right, this has got everything. This wraps up like parts of what we discuss here: elevator pitch, uh, elevator pitches, and all that. Right, save the money for the Jaws remake and make lunatics. And here's my here's my slug line: werewolves on the moon. Hey, yeah, I mean, I mean. If, if they because if you're on the moon, you always be a werewolf. Yeah, there won't be daytime. How fucking chaotic would that be? So yeah, yeah. sign me up there. I think we'll make that. You, what do you reckon? You, you need to edit this it? out. You need to edit this out because <laughs> and and pitch that. There are <clears throat> how many films are there? It's like Sharknadoes and stuff. Sharknadoes. Like that. I've, I've seen. So them. there is that company. You need to write down that and say. Well, I don't know what what movie company made those things, but there is like Ghost Shark and stuff. Ghost like Shark. That. Seen so, it. Yeah. So werewolves on the moon. Yeah. I mean that. You know, you can imagine that. You know you know, the Russian or American thing lands on the moon and all of a sudden there's a, you know, they will get attacked by werewolves. There, um, there, yeah, well, ten... fact, you know what, Adam? Fuck it. I, I will do. Edit I'll... this out. Don't don't let anyone hear this, this idea. <laughs> right. 
I mean, I'll put it. This is what I think about ideas. Is I will definitely edit no this one's out. Gonna, don't worry. No, no one's gonna. No it's one's gonna be hello, gonna... Adam. Nice to meet you. Adam. Goodbye, Adam. <laughs> How about you, Shu? You got any, uh, any, any um, ones? Um, yeah, uh, blowjob. Um, all right, number one, eh? <laughs> uh, the hundred meter sprint. Absolutely. Uh, pretty, um... Talking about exercise. I mean, I've, I've nearly brought it up during that, but. When you think, I looked up the other day, there's 339 events in the Olympic Games. But, you know, and, but the one that basically the whole world tunes into is the 100 metre final. And it's literally a row of people running as fast as they can. From, and <laughs> so that's good. That is so it. Good. That is so, it. It's a worthy number one, that, mate. 10 that seconds of like absolute like power. Yeah. That, and it, yeah. Yeah, it just it's it just it's the perfect example of you know each one of those is a perfect the perfect human specimen of power, strength, fitness, and all they have to do well say all you have to do, but it's they just run from A to B in the fastest time. There's no other. There's nothing else to it. There's no. Sorry. No, go on. There's a gazillion people on this planet. Yet we all tune in to watch to see who is the fastest one. Yeah, it must be one of the first things, first games you play as a kid, right? I know, Stu, you were playing Kiss Chase quite a lot, and and you know you had to. They moved you schools a few times um, because <laughs> of it. But like like running around is literally one of the first things you do as a human being, right? When you can and running after people. Sorry, that sounds creepy, but that is, that is like a thing, right? So we have a fascination. It's a simple test of, you know, your athleticism that, you know, people have raised to an art form, but also again, I mean, so have you got a specific number, uh, specific hundred meters that stands out for you, Adam? I just think the last, it would be, I mean, it was always like, what was his name? Uh, who got done for drugs years ben ago? Johnson. Ben yeah. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And then watching Linford Christie. Yeah. And then Usain Bolt, like, just take over the last 10, 15 years or whatever. But you just see them, they're just machines. And and that, you know, it, yeah, I, I, you have to just sort of tip your hat off to... Well, I don't know. I don't know how many more rules. You can't introduce any more rules. No, they need to relax it. They need to relax it. This is the thing. For me, I'd like to have seen Ben Johnson get away with it because at the time I wanted him to beat Cole Lewis because Cole Lewis was obviously arguably one of the greatest... Dominating the sport, yeah. Uh, And he always seemed a bit cocky. Uh, And I just liked this really moody Canadian dude that was just hench. And I think they should have relaxed the rules just to see with even more juice, just how fucking fast a human being can go. Because I thought we could see sub nine would be amazing. I mean, how Usain Bolt never done sub nine, I've no idea. Because for the last 20 metres, he's just having a jog and looking around anyway. I know, he, just, he, he literally slows down yeah. to make yeah. cameras, doesn't so, he? So I had, like, absolute... My hairs were standing on the back of my neck for that. So that race, like, I, I remember that one. There was another 100 metres where I just remember staring at a cock in a pair of... Bicycle shorts, basically. Limp for Christie. Um, but like, I don't know what else happened. Um, uh, but but that one with Usain Bolt, like, I had the hair standing up on my back and my neck. I couldn't believe it. And I knew it was like, it was like history 
in the making, watching that 10 seconds and watching him sort of like do that showboating at the time was just fucking mad. Mm. Um, and yeah, like it's mad. It's kind of like at that moment in time, before everything that came after it, there was also the promise and possibility that he's probably going to break sub nine. I know that didn't happen, but at that point it was even more exciting because you think, fuck me, not only was that incredible, but I think he'll do it in the future. Mm. It's just a, it was just a moment I'll never forget. I was so pumped watching that. It's, yeah. it's so good that it is literally 10 seconds. The whole mm. thing is done in 10 seconds. It, you know, you've got obviously from marathons all the way down to, to the hundred meters and it is just so explosive and exciting and, and it's over before it's even began. And yeah. like, but you are witnessing, yes, you you know, you can witness the fastest 1500 meter runner in the world, which is incredible. But to see the fastest sprinter, they're the fastest person on the planet. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think Sorry, go on. Oh, go on. Uh, well, I was going to say, you mentioned like the, the 1500s. I mean, in marathon people, I mean, don't get me wrong, they were incredibly talented, fit people. But again, when you when you stretch to more than 100 metres, you kind of, then then tactic, then tactics to yeah. slightly move in. Pacing, more. yeah. Pacing. And, 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 you know, that's, that's obviously very hard to, to do. And obviously there are tactics of 100 metres. Now you need to, you, you need to, you start and everything like that. But it's the fact that it's such a short amount of time of power. Yeah, there aren't. There's almost. There's no room for tactics. You all. Mm. You've, you've just got to run as fucking fast <laughs> as you can. Yeah. You know. There's no. All right. If I if I jump on. If I slip in the inside lane, on yeah. on lap twelve, yeah. then I can overtake these two guys, and I can do yeah. that and do that. And don't get me wrong. That's obviously a very hard thing to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, and, and it. Was, but to top the list, stripping stripping everything back, it was no, just that's it, bang. But by the sound, of, by the time the gun goes off, ten seconds it's over, and that you've just seen eight, ten machines just piling down towards you, like yeah. incredible, yeah. yeah. So it's that's a great a, number one, mate. That's a great number one. Um, was there any honourable mentions that nearly made the cut? Ed? Um. Sport wise, well, the number ones there wasn't. I think I've, I've said a few. Um, what was it? I think with with going back to sort of steak and, and food and stuff, I'm, I'm always a big fan of just a bit of plain pasta with some parmesan and black mm. pepper, you know, nice. just, just no messing and cornflakes with cold milk, yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, king, king of the cereals. I mean, they bring out how many types of cereals are there? I mean, hundreds. Yeah, but just give me a bowl of cornflakes any day. Or and toast. I can, eat so many, I can eat so many bowls of cornflakes as well. My oh, missus. you're odd. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking give me that shit after you saying you ran eleven miles. I didn't even mean it. I just fucking went out and had it. Um, but yeah, like she'd buy a big box of Kellogg's, and I wouldn't eat them during the week. And on a Saturday, I'd have like four bowls. because yeah. <laughs> they're so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you have any more, Chris, that you wanted to throw in? No, I'm fresh out, mate. I'm fresh out. But I, I'd like to talk about your podcast, Adam. Yes. 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 Yeah. Thank you. has been on it, hasn't he? And, yeah. Um, um, pod- oh, it's, it's called Podcaster, and and um, it's it's a it's a simple show. You know, after talking about simple things, it's it's just this simple format that we wanted to create something where um, we could feature guests from any genre of podcast 
to, to sort of come on, on and to come on and push their own show. And a way we thought about doing that was to answer, basically answer them random questions about life and the show that they've created. But the twist of it is because neither myself or my uh, Chancellor partner Pete, we want we didn't want to be hosts. We're not hosts. Like we we like to be the man behind the person behind the person. Um, so we created this unseen robot character called V, the voice of Pod, um, and they're the ones that ask the questions. And it's what's been nice is just seeing the reaction to. Well, Stu, you you we released your episode a little while ago. How did you find it? It was so good. It was so good. So. Uh, you know, you, you, uh, uh, this is the first time I've seen Adam's face uh, today. Like because last time, literally, the, the 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 questions present themselves on the screen, and and yeah, and and you're just you feel quite. It's a different environment to like other podcasts that I've been on, because it it felt quite, it felt quite isolated. It felt really nice. It just felt like I was just in, like almost like in a box, like just talking, and. And there's obviously there's nothing coming back at you, uh, which which is it, it's really good and it and it kind of pushes you to kind of think about what you're saying, you know. Whereas obviously on you know on stuff like this, me and you just talk any old shite. Um, but but <laughs> but yeah, it was. And then when you when it comes out and you hear the finished product, I think it's really unique. And, and I mean, sounds really good. Like you know, like. I, I listened and I just thought the production on it. And I think the questions that are asked Ad, were really good and really yeah. interesting, open questions that, you know, somewhat, uh, you know, surprising and stuff like that. And, and, and I, I love that. So um, yeah. And I, I see what you mean, Stu. It must be for me and you, because we're constantly interacting. Um there's another part of your brain that's sort of like with that person. Whereas if it's just yeah. an open question to you with no other interference, so get, you'll get other answers, won't you? And, and, and more introspective answers and stuff like that. So you, you mentioned in big brother, Chris, I mean, I, I, there was a year when I was a uh, task producer on it. So I was one of the voices one year I was in the booth talking no. to the housemates and that was, that was partly, you know, I think it, that was sort of where our TV development thing came in with me and Pete we wanted to create we wanted to create an experience for the podcast for the guests as well um so what listeners hear is basically the same as what all our guests because we, we've had some guests sort of tap in uh sort of join and go oh I thought I thought you'd be asking the questions and you just drop in V's voice after it's like no no like you know you don't see us you don't hear us once you log on, you know, we're sharing our screen and, and V introduces herself and takes you, you, you basically experience what the listeners hear and then going back to Big Brother. So I'd be in the booth and, you know, call in whatever housemate. And there is just something that, you know, you ask them a question and when you see them in that room on their right, totally on their own in silence and you think how, you know, it's, it's, it's been really interesting to hear how our guests feel that silence um and and how open surprisingly open um a lot of them have been a lot of guests have been like Stu was incredibly open with with his answers as well and um it was also a show where because we wanted something that we could feature any guest from any podcast so to to sort of open up people's minds and, and also help to find new podcasts to find so I'm sort of sometimes very much stuck in a rut where I'll look at my feed and if you listen to music podcasts, 
you know, you'll say, if you like this, you'll like this and you'll like this and listen to this and listen to this. We wanted something where, A, if you like, if you like all sorts of podcasts, listen to Podcaster because it features every guest from every genre possible. And you can kind of, you can play along with it as well. You can answer your own, you can answer the questions how you would. But also if you're getting a bit stuck in a rut and you want to find a new show, you want to find a new favourites, listen to Podcaster because you can dip in and out of these shows and our guests are promoting their own podcast. If you like the sound of them, then, you know, you, you'll find a new, a few new genres and, and hosts to listen to because without doing this, there, there are podcasts that have sort of popped up on my radar that, you know, you have to do a, a sort of deep dive. You have to sort of dig deep to, for a variety of guests and a variety of backgrounds and, and yeah, people from all this sort of different backgrounds and genres and doing this has sort of opened my eyes that I was aware of a few podcasts, but it's actually sitting down to listen to them before we approach a guest. We'll, we'll, we'll do a few episodes. And yes, I mean, truly grateful for like the guests that came on to do it before we started recording, because now we can say, have listened to a few episodes. Let me know what you think. If you're not up for it, really don't worry about it. But the, the touch words, you know, the response we've had, everyone has come back going, sounds great, love to be part of it. But I, I hats off to, I have to give a round of applause to some of the guests that did it because we had to, we didn't have a product. So we had to kind of pitch over an email, you know, and, yeah. and you know, they, they said, yeah, you know, up for it. And then when they jumped on, it was like, oh, okay, right. Now who's hosting it? So you're not hosting? No, I'm not hosting it. We're doing this, we're doing this, and we're doing this. Um, so who can people expect to hear um, uh, as guests? What, who else has been on, Ed? So uh, apart from yourself, uh, who else have we had? We've had uh, Dan Benedictus from Desert Island Discs. Um, oh. and we had uh, Kalechi Okafor from Sell Your Mind. She was great. Uh, Giles Paley Phillips from Blank. Danny Robbins, nice. Batsy Poltergeist. Uh, Andy Bush from Bush's Ball Game Thing. We've got Hannah Whitten from Doing It. Uh, Adam Smith from The Logbooks, Richard McLean Smith from Unex uh, Unexplained, Holly Rubenstein from The Travel Diaries, uh, Poppy Hillstead has entered the chat. She, Legend. She's our, she's our latest one. Um, and we released two a week. And um, like I said before, like every guest is just different. And that's mm -hmm. what we wanted as well. We wanted a real variety of, of just different voices and stories. And you get different people, you get different opinions and you get different mindsets and yeah yeah it's really good it's really good yeah yeah she was... i really liked poppy when we had her on i really really i could have, i could have recalled her poppy. top five was brilliant as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh wonderful so um if people want to um find out more about the podcast where's the best place to go ed so you can find us on uh twitter and instagram at podcasterpod um, okay. I mean, it's pretty much everywhere, but, you know, hopefully if you just stick in our, stick in our tag in your description and just scroll down a bit, listeners, and then you'll see a little tag there, probably. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. And yeah, well, Chris, we'll have you on to do hardcore listing. Love to do it. Absolutely. would love to. Yeah. Do it. And one thing as well, we don't reveal the questions either. So it is a real surprise. Like we've got, we've got something like 300, 400 questions that we randomly pick. Um, and each, each, you know, so they're not the same questions in every show. Yeah. Um, some of the same questions might pop up across episodes because they are randomly picked, but we don't reveal to the guests what we're going to ask. So we don't want them to prep too much because if you think if you think too much about it, then 
you're not going to get you're probably not really going to get much of an honest answer yeah, you might get you might get a nice answer they'll, they'll say what they really want to say yeah what are you yeah. saying jesus christ well because you're worried what's going to come out of my mouth just just the thought that you're in a you're, you're in your own head on your own <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a seven-hour-long episode. <laughs> we had Chris on from Hardcore Listing. It's a minute long, <laughs> but that's the beauty of it as well. Like the different guests, they'll just, you know, it's just how um, watching them how they uh, sort of react to the situation. That's been really interesting as well. And Kalechi, I mean, we had her as episode number one because it was like we gave her six months to prep the questions, <laughs> and she came on and she just ripped it she was she's brilliant. incredible and i was like okay that's episode one done you know she's that's it yeah yeah do you film but, it do you film their reactions or is it all audio no it's all audio we we we, we want that kind of i don't know there's just a bit more mystery to yeah, it, absolutely. absolutely yeah yeah i i honestly didn't think we'd be doing any promo for it i mean starting from a you know podcast from scratch one one problem we did have was thinking well our host doesn't exist you know, it, it, how are we going to sort of get this out there? But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm chuffed to be doing this, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not a host and we're developing some others with like big talent. We, we make Ross Kemp's ones with the Kemp cast. Yeah. So, you know, he's the face, he's the one that does all the work and well, I do a lot of the work, but you know, it, he, Ross can go on something to promote it. And one of our thing was how are we going to promote this? And hopefully it'll just organically grow into something you know mm. we've got big plans for it so and you, yeah. you know i'm certainly not throwing myself in the mix here but you know having people like hannah whitham and, and, and Kalichi and, and people like that you know once you know these are huge yeah. podcasters mm. and yeah. you know and, and, and giles as well obviously and by the time these people are starting sharing it it's uh, uh, I yeah and we've got some we've it. got some like we we do like a few episodes a week and we've got some big names coming up as well uh, it's been really surprising when we had the idea you know, there's there's a million podcasts, there's two million podcasts out there. We're not, you know, we're not going to be spoiled for choice on people to approach, but have to admit, we've been really chuffed with the response. You know, the the replies we've got, the response we've got from from guests like you, Stu. You know, you were you were sort of you were sort of top of the list. We collated our list of guests that we wanted, and we approached everyone. And I think apart from one person that was too busy, everyone said yes, and we were just really chuffed because it was just an unknown. Some known territory that are, we don't know a podcast like it. It's not like a you're coming on to show to talk about this. It's you're coming on a show to talk about who knows what yet. Yeah. And yeah. there's it is it's just different to other shows. They're not conversational. It's it's a it's just slightly just more formatted, really. I think that's where our TV brain kicks in. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Guys. It was a great chat, mate. Yeah. Thank you. Nice to meet you both. And uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll tag uh, we'll tag the pod in, in everything when this comes out, and uh, yeah, and I look forward to hearing uh, the dark space that is Glasson's mind uh, on an episode soon. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks mate. mate. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.